Hello and welcome to Season 1 of Career Inspiration by VentureFizz. On this episode, Keith Klein is joined by Bruce Ambrovich, Senior Director of Global Talent Acquisition at Acquia. They discuss Bruce's impressive history in recruitment, the sheer importance of employee referral programs, and Acquia's secret weapon to get top talent. Hello and welcome to Season 1 of the VentureFizz Career Inspiration Podcast. I'm Keith Klein, the founder of VentureFizz and the host for today's show. As you know, VentureFizz is Boston's most trusted source for tech and startup jobs, news, and insights. For the first season of our podcast, we're speaking with some exceptionally talented leaders who head up the HR and talent acquisition function at some of Boston's fastest growing companies. Today, I'm really excited to have Bruce Zambrovich on our show. He is the Senior Director of Global Talent Acquisition at Acquia. Hello, Bruce, and thanks for joining us. Keith, thanks for having me. Bruce has an interesting background. He's kind of like me. He's run his own recruitment firm for several years. I think it was 10 plus years. He helped several well-known tech companies in the Boston area before going in-house to where he's at um, in that function today. So let's just dive into your background, Bruce. Can you tell us about uh, your experience and your career path thus far? Absolutely. Uh, So you're absolutely right. I started on the agency side. Uh, I got introduced to a, to a small boutique firm. I, I think it's kind of uh, interesting. Every time I meet new recruiters, we all kind of find our way to this, right? I, um, I've got young kids. None of mine have come up to me yet and said, you know, dad, I want to grow up and be a recruiter. Yeah, uh, you don't graduate with a degree in recruitment. <laughs> that's right. That's right. But I, I, I got my uh, start uh, in search and it was with a firm that focused primarily in the Boston market and on the technology side. And it was, uh, it was a lot of fun. And I, I, uh, as I, as I've evolved, uh, moved ahead in my career and, and done different things, I've always gone back to the fact that I think that agency background, prior agency experience is invaluable. It doesn't matter if you stay in search. Uh, it's incredibly valuable when you move yourself over onto corporate because it, it, it teaches the right behaviors. It teaches the right, uh, the right activity, the, the right focus, the sense of urgency. You really have to develop your craft because you're, you're representing an idea. You're not representing a company or a brand or a career opportunity. You're representing an idea and you've got to be able to create that engagement. You've got to be able to find the right talent. You've got to create that engagement and you've got to create trust on both sides of the equation. And, uh, so I, I loved the experience, but it got to a point after four years, and it might have been hubris where I thought I could do it different or, or I could just do it better. And uh, and I, I took the leap and, and I really enjoyed it. Never I never looked back. You were dealing with some tech companies that I remember very well, like what was it, Mirror Image, right? An Akamai competitor and some others. Yeah. But yeah. then you helped, uh, what's the e-commerce, pl- Demandware, Demandware. Yeah, yeah Demandware. Right? So you helped them from the early, early days. Yeah, so when we when when we started the firm and and uh, it, it was great, it was exciting. You know, people ask me what what was it like. I tell them it was you know thrilling and terrifying simultaneously. Uh, you know, when when you start a company and you're responsible for it, the responsibility um, the responsibility is there. You get people that depend on you, but it was in a space that I really loved, and we got to build a business model that I felt very comfortable, and I. We were very focused on working with what we felt were a small grouping of companies that we could feel very passionate about. Uh, We could do a significant amount of dedicated work, becoming an embedded part of the growth of their organization, either as uh, an extension of their recruiting function. 
uh, a trusted extension of the recruiting function, or in some instances, a direct you know, in-house recruitment function for the firm, almost an RPO model, before I think people were even talking about RPO. And, um, and Mirror Image Internet, I think, was a great opportunity there. That was in the very early stages um, when they were they were in Woburn, it was that that market was exciting. It was fast. It was it was Exodus. It was Mirror Image. It was Akamai. It was this big race on internet caching, and then it, it, clearly Akamai won. But uh, but it was a lot of fun to be part of that growth opportunity. And in some respects, you know, the work that that I did with Mirror Image, and then later had the opportunity to be part of the very early days of demandware and um, and get asked to come in and work with Wayne Wickham building out the technology function for the company uh, working closely with Stefan Schombach I mean it was kind of heady heady work right and um, it, it's always about finding the right talent I would say that the paradigm between agency life and corporate life is it's about finding talent but then it's about making sure you're hiring the right talent because that's what drives the success of the organization. I think sometimes, and I always worked really hard myself and with my teams to make sure that we weren't just simply supplying individuals, right? And the match had to be there. And sometimes the match wasn't, and you had to sort of step back. Um, and, and having the ability to go in and work with those founding teams, establish process, you know, be part of that growth trajectory, that, that was really exciting work. What prompted you to go in-house to more of the corporate side? It was, um, there's a variety of different factors there. Um, if we, you know, I think we already dated me by talking about mirror image, but uh, <laughs> if you think- I'm right there with you, Bruce. <laughs> so if, but if you think about what was happening at that stretch of time, uh, early 2000s, late 2000s, the economic uh, climate, there was a lot of turbulence and two significant recessions uh, that uh, made it challenging. And uh, we made it through the first recession by, by making sure that we diversified the business. We, we started to take on a different business line. It became technology and healthcare. Um, by the time the second recession hit though, where technology trailed off in early 2000 and the second recession, it literally, um, it literally died off in almost a period of 10 days is what I saw. It was, it was, uh, it was, it was awful, but, uh, but the business was, was healthy it just became healthcare driven. And I'm really excited about the technologies I work in. And I, it got to a point where I realized I wasn't, I didn't love what I was doing and it was time to, uh, it's time to look to do something different. So I had a chance to exit and, uh, and move on to the corporate side and got started working with some, some interesting companies. And it, it seems like I've, the roles that I've taken have always been to go in and try to help be a catalyst or solve a business problem. And that first one was in um, was with Pegasystems, and scaling out their um, their North American sales function. We had to hire a uh, hundred sales engineers, and that was my first experience on the corporate side. And you know, uh, I, I have a greater appreciation of process and structure now, and the importance of it. But when you come out of agency into corporate, I think the first thing you experience is the headwinds of making sure that you you know you do what you do and do it right. And, and then you ended up at Monster. So I thought this was kind of interesting. Here's Monster, the, um, you know, the, the leading uh, company that kind of transforms job advertisement from print to online, right? So they kind of invented 
that whole category. Yet when you joined them, it was uh, 2010. And uh, I've just been curious, how does you know, Monster handle recruitment internally for their own company? That was a great experience. The move to Monster, again, was driven by a business need. I, I was brought in to remodel the global sales organization because they had made a couple of acquisitions. Uh, they had bought some uh, search uh, intelligence uh, technology, and they needed to remodel the organization to be more consultative in their sales approach as to as opposed to transactional. Monster was always, as you remember, uh, how many user seats, how many job postings, and it really needed to become more, what is your problem? What are you trying to solve? What are your growth plans? And, and then layering the right products and services on that in order to ensure success. And it was also a fantastic experience because uh, it provided exposure to a very large organization is the largest largest organization at 5,000 employees worldwide uh, that I had been involved with. I, I had always been emerging technology and startup companies. So this is a very different experience. Um, it was very corporate and it really provided me the opportunity to get involved with hiring uh, and hiring at scale. Um, on average, uh, we were we were hiring about 12 to 1300 people per year. Wow. Uh, and so it was important to, to really make sure that we had our strategies down, that we knew what our targets were and that we were executing at a high level to be able to hit those um, to hit those objectives to support the business. And, and then fast forward a little bit. What brought you to Rulala? Rula, so Rulala, that was um, that was a bit of a departure from technology. Ru, for those that might not know, is a is a flash sale retail company. Uh, I, I got excited to go over to Rue because it was an opportunity to, um, to step back into a smaller organization. When I left Monster, I was leading global talent acquisition, uh, and it was time to get back into a smaller organization uh, based in, in, in South Boston, uh, the ability to, to partner up with the leadership team and reestablish their uh, tech recruiting brand, which I think Monster uh, was was interesting from a brand standpoint because it, it taught me how important brand was. I remember talking to one of the local organizations when I mentioned our desire to get involved with the organization, they had said, we, we didn't realize you were still in business, right? And that told me that we weren't out front and center with the community as much as we needed to be. Uh, going over to Rue was kind of the same thing. It, it was the best kept tech secret in Boston because they were doing incredibly complex work and the traffic that they were handling during their peak spikes during the day was at the same level as Amazon, right? So those are incredibly complex, challenging problems. And I got really excited about the idea of, of reinvigorating that. Very cool. Today at Acquia, um, obviously it's a anchor company in Boston that's very meaningful, but uh, what does the company do? Yeah, I love my, my, my favorite question, right? So Acquia is the universal platform for the world's greatest digital experiences. And, you know, what that means is that you know, we provide organizations around the world and roughly 3,500 plus with a platform to build ambitious digital experiences with technology to connect them and their customers at scale. And, you know, for us, what that means is that if our customers can dream it, you know, we want them to be able to build it. And we want them to be able to build those experiences without being locked into a proprietary technology. You know, our approach to products and process means that the people that we work with, the, the organizations that we work with, have the ability 
um, to create something and they're not locked into that uh, technology that would prevent them from growing and innovating. And in a sense, the technology really wins. It's been fascinating to watch the evolution of Acquia. Obviously, the company continues to grow at hyper growth speed and how the vision continues to evolve too, which is very meaningful. What's the size of the company these days and what are the plans looking forward? So we're about 806 people right now globally across, you know, 14 offices. Uh, we, we had a real strong 2017. Uh, we, can, we expect to have an a, a equally strong 2018 and, you know, leaning into our, our research and development and, and uh, typical areas of the organization around sales uh, to support the business and, and support the customer base. To support the recruitment efforts of a uh, you know rapidly growing company at global scale, what, what does your team look like? So with myself, there's nine of us, and uh, uh, we're split across three locations with our offices in India and the UK, and then here at our headquarters in Boston. Um, the team is is predominantly tipped on the on the recruiting side and really full life cycle recruiters. Um, we have some recruiting coordination and administrative support built into the group and and we originated last year a global sourcing function uh, that was dedicated to uh, candidate and community talent development we found that to be incredibly valuable i guess a good extension of that would be um, you know what tools are you using that help out whether if it is that sourcing team or other aspects of uh, you know that ultimately help build up the talent pipeline for you we use a wide variety of tools. Um, there's anchors like the like our LinkedIn partnership. I think that probably most uh, beneficial to us is our branding opportunities. I look at every opportunity that we have to, to, to put our message out into the market and keep Acquia top of mind is essential because the race for talent is so important uh, and so key right now because it's such a finite Pool, it's really those differentiators that end up becoming the the trigger points that that help people make their decisions. And I think one of those trigger points is helping people understand wh- what's it really going to be like to work someplace. Is it is it a culture that aligns with who I am? Is it going to challenge me? Is it going to allow me to work with smart people while I grow my career? And I think you know the work that we do with you is key to that. I think VentureFizz is a phenomenal platform. Our, you know, our biz page lets us get that communication out there. Other partners though, like Glassdoor, help us do it. And our internal communication, we are a digital experience company. Our corporate website does a fantastic job for us. And in fact, we highlight what what makes us uh, special and unique uh, to, to uh, you know, a wide variety of individuals, whether it's, you know, the ability to be a change agent, whether it's Know, giving back more to the communities that we work in, whether it's just being in an environment that allows you to be yourself and an individual and inspire a little crazy and uh, have fun while you're doing it. Employee referrals is often the, one of the most um, popular channels to attract people and, and hire. Uh, is there anything that you're doing there that would be unique uh, in terms of encouraging your employees, other than just, I love working at Acquia, come join me for the ride. Are there any other programs that you have in place to encourage employment referrals? Yeah, if I um, if, if I pulled our, our sourcing stats, it would show you that our highest uh, source of candidate uh, comes from our, our employee referral program. 
and I, and I think that's great. Um, we have a, a very passionate workforce. Um, there are, there are best advocates and, uh, 35 to 36% of our hires every year will come out of that work. We tipped it on its head last year. We we redesigned our employee referral program in a way that made it, I think, unique in the market because we are not cash incentivized. Um, we we took most, if not all, of the cash off the table, and we we really made it a, uh, a you know a social and uh, differential activity where we we brought people into our employee referral program acknowledged them congratulated them and we um we reward them at each stage of the process so that they're part of it i think employee referrals are generally an event-driven activity you make a referral you hear that somebody got employed and then or, or hired and then there's a there's a, a bonus in your paycheck what we wanted to make sure is that the our employees felt like they were part of that process you know they were clearly informed and um, they were able to be an active participant. So we we reward when they make a referral. We reward when that referral starts interviewing. We refer or we reward when that referral gets hired. And we do it through a through an exciting platform that we launched also last year called Bonusly, which is a, a social media feed. It's sort of an internal Facebook where um, where we're able to award points and thank and acknowledge and and really acknowledge those successes at all stages of that process. That is unique. I haven't heard of that yet. And I totally see where you guys have seen success. The, uh, I think the, the cash incentive only goes so far. Like people are going to refer their friends if they truly believe that this is a great company to work for. It's less about the actual cash. That's a nice incentive, but it's not the end all be all. It's more about setting your friends up for success uh, and to have, the way that you have structured it, I think is probably a lot more meaningful. I agree. I, I, I think the answers that we got back are, it's not about the money. It's right. Never is. It's, it's about someone saying thank you. And, um, you know, we, we had great success with it last year. We're excited about what we're doing with it this year. And it, for, it also feeds into our corporate culture. You know, the Acquia culture is one that's, I think it's incredibly passionate. Uh, we are committed to the Look, we're committed to the success of our customers and we're committed to each other's success. And no, nothing defines that as much as an employee refer referral program as far as I'm concerned. And so the, the ability to use a, use a product or use a vehicle that feeds into the fact that we reward contribution at every level of the organization and take the time to stop and say thank you was a no-brainer for us. Yeah, no, that's very smart. It's a candidate-driven market. Uh, the answer to this question could be all the above, but are you finding it particularly challenging to recruit for certain functions these days, whether it's sales, engineering, or like, what are you seeing? I think that, you know, everything is challenging in its own way right now. Mm -hmm. uh, we work in downtown Boston. Uh, it's a candidate, as you said, a candidate driven market. When someone is active in deciding that they want to make a move, they can literally take a step back and decide where do I want to go? And, uh, and what am I trying to do? Um, for that very reason, I think the opportunity to help people understand uh, Acquia, uh, our culture, uh, the opportunities that we provide, the technical challenges that we get involved in, you know, the fact that we span multiple verticals uh, is important in helping people make that 
decision because quite frankly, um, really good, really good talent could go anywhere. And we're, we're constantly trying to, um, we're constantly trying to create those differentiators. I think I'll go back to the fact that, you know, one of the exciting things for me and when I made the, uh, the decision to join the company is, you know, I've, I've often worked in organizations that were sort of bound by a particular uh, discipline or particular market. And, um, and we don't, we don't exist that way. When you walk into our lobby, as, as you've seen, we have that two-story media wall. And uh, I love it because it's constantly flipping our, um, it's constantly flipping our customers' logos. And it's, it's, it's enjoyable to walk through and, and, and see what flashes up and, you know, whether it's media and entertainment, whether it's higher education, you know, whether, you know, government, the Australian government, uh, or Fortune 100. And a, a couple, couple things uh, that might be interesting is, you know, when we started 2017, we were working with 16 of the Fortune 100 and we closed last year. That was up to 26. And wow. Yeah, that's great growth. And it, it really speaks to, you know, the value that we're putting into the market. But I think, you know, I think when you talk about how do you attract talent, we attract, we attract very passionate people. We attract creative people. We attract doers. We attract people that are um, motivated by uh, creating, you know, positive change and good change. And, you know, some of the work that we do is, is very socially beneficial and rewarding. We, we worked with the city of Boston to help with their digital transformation. And I, I think that that, you know, for, for individuals in Boston that experienced, you know, previous and now current, you talk about, you know, transitioning 20,000 web pages into a more welcoming and useful experience that, that, that experience is night and day. <laughs> like it is so, like that old website was in the stone ages. And now you go to it like, wow, look how hip Boston is. <laughs> it's probably one of the leading, you know, city municipality sites in the country, I bet, as far as bringing a municipality to the di digital age. Yeah, I'd like to think so. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, top of mind these days, as it should be, is diversity and inclusion. What, what is Acquia doing to attract and focus on those efforts? Talent in tech in Massachusetts is absolutely, absolutely competitive. Um, you know, we're all going after the same talent. Um, and it's clear that the industry that we work in, we have a, we have a definite gender opportunity. Um, and look, Acquia is no different. And we, um, we, we recognize that. And, you know, in 2017, we addressed it. We gold ourselves on it. You know, we took specific actions to make sure that we were working so that our global workforce was reflecting the communities in which we work in. And you know, we do that in a lot of different ways. I think it's important to, to attract the right kind of talent, regardless of how you're defining talent, is to make sure that people feel that it's an environment that they can feel comfortable in, that they can thrive in, and they can do some of the best work in their careers. And um, and I think the the strength that we have and and our perspective around diversity and also inclusion, right, is that you know it it's reflected in how we act and how we treat each other every day. And so what we try to do is we 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 try to leverage our 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 opportunities to tell that story. Our um our culture section of our website is a great forum to demonstrate that. Uh, we, we work hard to make sure that we're 
we're supporting and we're partnering with organizations that uh, share our beliefs. And um, I, think, I think She Geeks Out is a good example of that. Um, I was very excited about the work we did in the fourth quarter of last year with a, with a great session uh, here at our offices and we're, we're getting excited uh, and prepared for, for our next session on, on the 10th of April. Uh, and you know, at the end of the day, Keith, it boils down to in order to make change and positive change, you just simply have to look and, and create talent communities a little bit differently. And, and we're doing that. And we're, and we're doing that across all of our global offices. That's fantastic. Fun question I like to ask everybody is, uh, do you have a secret weapon? For example, Keith Pesco Salido at Drift has a good one where he has an open invitation to book David Cancel or Elias's uh, calendars based on talent. So they're always looking for top talent. So regardless of if the person's a fit for a particular job, uh, you know he's got a, the open calendar invite to their schedule. What's uh, what's your secret weapon? I think our our secret weapon is really our people. And I think that, look, I think leveraging your executive team is powerful and we certainly have that capability. Um, you know, we have a, we have an incredibly impressive uh, leadership team here. Uh, we're very excited as we you know, welcome uh, Mike Sullivan as our new CEO. Uh, but, uh, but I think that in my, my personal belief is that our secret weapon really is our people uh, and our people at all levels of the organization. Um, going back to the fact that we have a very active employee community and they're very much out in our communities uh, talking about technology, sharing their experience. I think the, the more opportunity that we can find to help people understand what we're doing, I mean, that's really our secret weapon because what we do at the, at the scale that we do it and with the number of different customers or markets and the uniqueness that all of that brings, I mean, those are things that challenge you on a day-to-day basis, and that's compelling. Uh, going back to what we were talking about, top talent can go anywhere, right? The challenge is how do you help them understand why they should do what they do with you and how they can make an impact and a lasting impact? And as far as getting a job at Acquia, um, you know, what are some of the ways to get their their foot in, in the door? Like, what I mean... If someone's proactively interested in joining your company, what's what's the best way to, to get your attention? Um, I think just reaching out to us. We um, we have a diligent recruiting team. Our you know our our apply volume is incredibly high. We make sure that we uh, review all of those individuals that are interested. Uh, any of our you know our social feeds. Um, at the end of the day, um, reach out to us, and it's uh, you know it's our job. It's my job, but I'm, I'm more than happy uh, to talk to anybody that has an interest to help them understand more. And um, and the other thing too that I would tell you is because you know such a high volume of our hiring comes from our employee referral program. I'd say do a little bit of research, and uh, there's X degrees of separation. And there's probably somebody that can help make an introduction for you. Um, and that's, that's always a, a, a beneficial way to get the conversation started. Yeah. It's, uh, just connecting the dots. The Boston tech community is very large in terms of scale, yet very small at the same time, as far as connecting the dots and degrees of separation. So that's definitely great advice. Um, if candidates are in the interview process, um, are there things that candidates do that 
they probably don't know that they're doing that they should probably stop doing or maybe doing more of? The one thing that, that always resonates is um, preparedness. I think, I think from a recruiting standpoint, without crossing the line, we try to do everything we can to help people prepare and come in uh, and do a good interview. Right? I think it's important. I mean, the more that we can help people before they walk through the door, the less they have to worry about maybe what they're going to be talking about um, and focus on just doing a good interview. But um, preparedness on their end, I think, is important. Doing, doing some research, understanding a bit about the company, um, really being able to understand why and articulate why the role that you're talking about is exciting to you. I, I, I think about all the different people that I've seen uh, hired over the course of my career, and you tell me if you agree with me, but every now and then there are some, there are some matches that come together that you just don't see, right? The, like the technology, I didn't get the technology. I don't understand why that happened. And when you have a chance to talk to the individual, you know, why did you make that hire? Sometimes the answer coming back is they were just so passionate yeah. about, about what we were doing that it, it just, it made sense. And I think, I think doing that preparation, you know, having some, some very pointed questions, um, being able to, you know, engage that conversation at more than just a, a skills and a superficial level, that's going to help them get more out of the interview process. And it's certainly going to help us get more out of the interview process. Yeah. Being overprepared is a very good thing. Um, I'll never forget. I had a candidate go in for a VP of marketing role. And when I was getting feedback after the interview, the, the CEO said, uh, they already had a marketing plan drawn out for next year. I mean, it was just, you know, the, the person had done a tremendous amount of homework on the industry and thought through the business already. And it didn't matter if the business plan was correct or not. It was just, they were overprepared. And obviously the person was a shoe in at that point of, you know, knowing what they knew. It was a chance to show off what she knew. And she just absolutely crushed the interview. And um, she was, you know, the right hire, you know, cause ultimately led to a, a great company. Right. Um, now over the, once someone is hired at Acquia, what's uh, what can someone expect over the, the course of their career there? I think, um, I think a company that's willing to lean into them and wanting to lean into them. Um, we, we have a, we have a philosophy of leadership from every seat. And that, that means people have the ability to, um, stretch outside their, their job function, right? We don't hire within a box. You don't do this and that alone. Um, we're the type of an organization that uh, wants and quite frankly needs people to bring their very best every day for us to be able to get to where we need to go. And, um, and they, can, they can expect a tremendous amount of support from us, uh, support and, uh, and resources in the onboarding process. Uh, we, we lean heavy into our learning and development function. Uh, one of the, you know, the great resources available for our employees on a global scale is our mentor program. And I love that program because they have the ability, people have the ability to opt in and uh, work in either a group session or one-on-one -on -one and, and it, all the way up at the C level through to, you know, um, uh, leaders within different functions, and it brings folks together from all over the globe. So individuals in our EMEA organization can be partnered with folks in APJ, and it's a it's a great opportunity for people to have that that global perspective or global interaction. And then, you know, we're always looking at our our benefits and our perks or our total rewards programs. And and look, I'll, I'll tell you, we're we're 
very similar to, to every other um, high velocity software company in Boston. We have all the, the necessary perks and, uh, and look, we have a ping pong table. My ping pong game is awful. I've got hope for myself, but mm -hmm. you know, beyond that, we, we lean in on where we feel there's genuine value for our people. And that's in our, uh, you know, parental leave as an example is, you know, and we have a program around, um, time away, which is take it when you need it. And, um, uh, so unlimited vacation so that you can manage your life and recharge your batteries and and feel that you have the control to do the things that you need to do. And um, and I think that, you know, I think bonusly going back to bonusly again is is a, another great opportunity where we look for ways to feed into our culture. And our culture is about positive acknowledgement and reward and uh, and the ability to, uh, you know, to recognize and and thank each other. So. Uh, you know, we, we tend to try to push ourselves. That's awesome. I mean, kudos to the, the, the squad at Acquia for building a very meaningful company in the Boston tech scene. You know, one more thing that, that yeah. I would want to bring up as well is I think that opportunity again is key. And one area that we've really tried to set ourselves apart is in our mobility program. Mm -hmm. uh, I think mobility is essential to people feeling like they've got the ability to expand and grow their careers. And, I, I think we've done a great job taking that that risk off the table when it comes to uh, retention, where people feel that they had to move companies to be able to do something different. We we advance, you know, fifteen percent of our fifteen to sixteen percent of our hires every year through our internal mobility program, and and I, I feel that essentially keeps great talent in our company growing and helps the organization and the individual tremendously. That's so important. Yes, retention and. Uh, having an upward mobility for people to challenge themselves and progress in their career. That's a huge part of, of retention. So, well, Bruce, thanks so much for taking the time to uh, join us and for sharing your words of wisdom. I always like to turn the mic back to have you, you know, an opportunity for you to promote something going on at Acquia or whatever you choose to do. Thanks. Key. I want to thank you for the opportunity. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, I, I would tell everyone listening that um, we are, we are hiring and we are growing and we continue to grow and we continue to grow heavily in our R&D functions, uh, and, but really across all levels of the organization, not just here in Boston, but globally. And if you, if you, were, if you were interested or what you heard motivated you, if you consider yourself a creator or a doer or a problem solver, or you're just someone that wants to uh, you know, have a chance to tackle really interesting problems, uh, then you should take the time to learn more about us. And, and I, I'd be happy to speak to anybody as would anybody uh, on the team. So uh, please don't hesitate to reach out. Well, thanks again, Bruce. Appreciate your time. And again, for sharing all your words of wisdom, you can check out all of Acquia's openings on their venture Fizz biz page or on Acquia's careers page as well. If you found this podcast interesting, please make sure you subscribe so you can get future episodes. And also please consider leaving us a five-star review and share it with your friends and colleagues in the industry. It all really helps us. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next time. That's our show. Thank you for listening. To propel your career forward, go to VentureFizz.com where you can visit our biz pages for a virtual tour of Boston's fastest growing companies, check out our job board for listings of over 2,000 positions, and read about the latest in Boston's tech scene. 
Last but not least, please remember to subscribe to Career Inspiration by VentureFizz on iTunes or your podcast player of choice. And if you like it, please consider leaving us a five-star review. Have a great week. No matter what, keep moving forward.